Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another episode of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. This is the show where we choose one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points. And we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean, how's it going? It's going well, Connor. You kind of took my bit of the intro there. I've... Uh. <laughs> Don't you usually throw it to me and I explain what Hero or Zero is? Um, I sub- it really depends it, on how it lazy I'm feeling. It changes week on week, I will say. Sometimes I just do the intro like, ah, Sean's here, I'm here, just fucking, you, you have the gist at this stage, go on. The, the Patreon intros are gas because you just like, ah, yeah, this is what's going well, on. I mean, th- these people know. They're, 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 the patrons are the people that get the real old Sean. This is all the, put on. This is all an act. We're not even friends. I, off my- the Patreon just started me going, ah, fuck talk Sean for fuck's sake <laughs> fucking pull your weight for once <laughs> say your fucking bit and we'll move on and we'll end the episode <laughs> oh Jesus oh he sums me up as just a man who does bits I guess um, so I mean if this is your first episode of Hero Zero Sean I'm not going to get you to explain it because okay. I kind of already did kind but that covered. I normally choose DC characters and it's you true. normally choose Marvel characters better characters <laughs> An echo. <laughs> I'm back on this. I'm back on this uh, animosity vibe. <laughs> we we had so many, you know, uh, social clout. The, the amount of social clout we got from our animosity uh, rivalry that we had for a while. That we just we had, played uh, into. 
We had a feud with The Rock for a little bit. It never took off. Never took off. Well, I think that means we won, you know. Uh, <laughs> he's too afraid of he's, us. Rock's, Rock's fucking quaking in his boot. He's earthquaking. Me on your shoulders with a long trench coat is not as big as The Rock, but I think we could take him. I think between the two of us, we'd at least survive. <laughs> Five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Sean, this week uh, on our DC Hero Zero, I have chosen a character that I don't think you'll probably know a lot about. But oh. second of all, I think I may have chosen the most powerful character in DC Comics or top three. Okay. It's not... What's that one? You've mentioned him a few... Is it the Monitor? Uh, oh, so the monitors are in the story, but that is not who I'm talking about. The monitors okay. are like, they're like a level below God. Um, yeah. God in DC is called the Presence, and okay. the Presence okay. is like, it doesn't Marvel have like uh, Stan there's, Lee? He's like there's the, the one above all, and then who is, just looks like Nick Cave, and then there's like, there's all the... Uh, like Eternity and Entropy and yeah. all those kind of lads. And there always has to be like some sort of character that's more powerful than everybody, no matter what. Yeah. Um, and so, so the presence is that in DC. Then you have the monitors who are like a level below. Mm-hmm. And this guy is around there. I'm not quite sure if he's two okay. or three. Yeah. Well, he's like, he's in contention kind of a thing. Well, he's just a... He's, you know what? Why this kind of stands out is, Sean, this guy's just a normal hero. He's in Justice League Unlimited. He's just what? part of the team. Who... Who is he, then? Captain Atom, Sean. We are Captain. doing Nathaniel Adam, Captain Atom. Not to be mixed up with the Atom. I was going to say, it's not Ray Palmer. Ray Palmer is the Atom. Um, this is Nathaniel Adam... Who is play, who plays Cat, Captain Atom? Now, the character of Captain Atom is a bit of an interesting one. It's the same as well, a lot of stories we've covered in that he was part of Charlton Comics in like the nineteen sixties. So that's With his first Shazam and all them. Yeah, so that's his first show. So that's before he even joins DC. Charlton Comics uh, set him up. I think it was Space Adventures. Um, was the name oh, of the comic a fine book. imprint of comics. <laughs> a fine imprint of comics, I'm sure. And so Charlton set him up. There's this dude called Captain Atom, and he, I think his name was Alan Adams or something like that. And then Crisis on Infinite Earth happened, and Charlton Comics kind of went out of business, stopped making a lot of money. Oh, no, no, no. Yes. Surely that's bad news for all the fans of those characters, Connor. Well, Well, DC said, we'll take this, 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 and this. Thanks very much. They did the old yoink. Yeah, they cherry-picked the best items from the corpse. And because there was a lot of bad ones. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure... Oh, they didn't go out of business for no reason. (laughs) So, they picked like seven or eight. And so they brought them over. And one of them was Captain Atom, who in 1986, they then gave him his own post-crisis storyline. And they introduced him as as Nathaniel Adam instead of, I think, Adam... No, Alan Adam, I think is his name. Um, his, so his name. original creators, actually, are Joe Gill and Steve Ditko, who oh. created Spider-Man. Yeah, he did. Okay, yeah. I'm back on board. <laughs> You're back in. <laughs> um, Ditko went off to Charlton Comics and was like, Captain Atom, that's the one, after Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> I haven't peaked yet, boys. <laughs> peaked. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, as I said, in 1986, Captain Atom was lodged in the post-crisis DCU. With a new costume and a new solo series written by Car- Carrie Bates. They ran for more than 50 issues, so pretty good. So yeah. the story begins in the Vietnam War 
in the 1960s. We have Captain Nathaniel Christopher Adam. So, Captain Adam, not yeah. Captain Atom. <laughs> okay. Well, is it still Atom-based? Um, no, he's, he's just, generally, he's just a captain in the army, and his second oh. name is Adam. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. At the minute, yeah. he's got no superpowers. He just has a very inconvenient name, I would say. Uh, what's the name? Blackagar Boltigan is Black Bolt's name. You leave Blackagar Bolt. That's, that's the best name that's ever been in comics, Connor. We've got a superhero called Black Bolt. What's his first name? Oh, oh um... Blackagar? Okay. Blackagar. Bold, Boltigan. Blackagar oh. Boltigan. Yeah. Say Bolt again? No, Boltigan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, he was in the United States Air Force, and he's accused of a crime he didn't commit while overseas. No, okay. this is the A-team you're thinking of, mm. Connor. <laughs> now Given he's a op- soldier of fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Given the option of execution or to take place in an unusual experiment... He, of course, took the unusual experiment, Sean. You would give it a go as opposed to being executed. So the idea is that you have the option of execution straight up or weird experiment we're going to do that you have maybe a 3% chance of surviving. We're going to inject some of this. Yeah. Just weird, like... No, it's worse. M- <laughs> it's worse. Oh? It's not an ejection. It's, it's even more, I would say, fatal to, I mean, Ra- the Radiation. Mm. They're going to irradiate him. Along, the, along those lines. Um, of course, if he survives, he gets a presidential pardon, Sean. What, what, what have I got to lose, Connor? <laughs> it's all there for me. Um, obviously, he chose the latter and participated in a project called Project mm. Atom. So he's placed in a chamber in an alien spaceship. Okay, so sorry. Yeah. Where did the alien spaceship Roswell's come from? Roswell's happened from now, Sean. I mean, it's... Look, an alien spaceship has come to Earth and yeah. there's no aliens inside, but they've found the spaceship and they're like, we're going to experiment on this. Okay, can I just say... Yeah. There's been a couple of times in my Marvel reports where I've brought up the fact that they came across an alien spaceship and they got powers. And you described that as ludicrous. <laughs> Okay, so I just want that on record. Oh, I am an absolute hypocrite. I think this is a great idea. (laughs) I stand by it. Um, So, look, there's an alien spaceship. They want to test how strong the alien spaceship is. So what they're going to do, they're going to put Nate in the spaceship, okay? Okay. Um, And they're going to have him just in there. Um, And then... They're going to test the durability of the spaceship by exploding no. a nuclear device underneath it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why do they need to put a man inside? To see how durable it is. The, oh, I can tell you if something's durable if it survives a nuclear blast, Connor. Well, Indiana Jones survived one in a fridge. Yeah, that's, that's the durability of the fridge. The yeah, fridge would true. have survived with or without Indiana Jones that, inside of it. That's a very good point well made. Um, the idea is, I think, they're just like, we want to see how strong these alien technologies are. Right, whether the person inside will get bashed around a little bit mm. because of the atom bomb. And I mean, he's going to get executed the other way. So, I mean, 
if you're going to take like death by firing squad or death by oh I don't know a nuclear bomb being dropped on an alien <laughs> spacecraft I know what I'm and picking it, and it's going off underneath you so like you're definitely dead in like a millisecond it's not like slow radiation death which would not be great no 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 well no 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 death is great uh, no. but yeah I, I, seeing it fall from the sky and a man waving a cowboy hat on top of it at least you have a bit of fun in your last moments <laughs> there was a little there was little chance of survival and when the test occurred Nathaniel Adam left behind his wife and his child with the wor- with the world he knew as the bomb and I'm going Sean I'm going to need you to come with me here okay. the bomb didn't just kill him it because it blew up this <laughs> alien spaceship there's technology now inside him it sent him into the future over 20 years. No, it didn't, though. It did, though. It, it can't. <laughs> That's the worst one. That's the worst. Just put him in a... Put him in a... Put him in a coma. Put him in... Yeah. Just, a just coma? <laughs> Fuck me, a nuclear bomb. Just a radiation-based coma. Not... <laughs> Not because it landed on technology he time travelled. Look, here's the idea, right? Bob goes off, they come back, and there's nobody in the spaceship. They're like, oh man, what the fuck is this? This is weird, no spaceship, no net handle. What's going on? Turns out, he's not there, because he's 20 years in the future. And when he arrives in the future, Sean, the alien ally has bonded with him, causing him to have a sleek, silvery skin. And... Bizarre, extraordinary powers. Oh, I was hoping there'd be extraordinary powers in this report. <laughs> After being a little disgruntled, he discovered his wife had remarried. <laughs> I mean, it's been 20 years, dude. Like, come on. You left. Um, what uh, What actually is amazing about this story is the guy who put him up to this, um, Eiling, Eiling, I think is his name. He's the, like the sergeant. He's like right. the dickhead. And he's like, you're going to do this because you're a fucking disgrace. Um, he actually was the one that remarried Nate's wife. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <clears throat> I think That's... that was just for drama. He's like, who's married my wife? Ailing. Oh, well, at least it's someone I definitely have no prior connections with. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a big world out there. Surely she's found somebody else. Um, so he regains coherence and he finds himself a man out of time. And, I mean, he's also now back in the hands of the army, Sean, because you're going to love this. Because Ailing is now a general and the second husband of Adam's wife. Okay. okay. Um, everyone had assumed Adam had died during the experiment, so his presidential pardon was never issued. <laughs> no! And the current government refused to acknowledge the previous administration's promise. So he's still... Accused of this crime he didn't commit. He's still under the government's rule, Sean. They, they own him now. They still own him. And now he's got superpowers. Can you see where this is going? He becomes a monk. Seizing the opportunity at hand, the government used the outstanding murder treason charges against Adam to blackmail him into being a government-controlled superhero, codenamed Captain Adam. And he's like, that's quite good, actually, because my name, my last name is Adam. You're actually not going to believe this, but I was actually called Captain Adam back in the day. Because 20 years ago, you know, the past where I'm from, where I was he's definitely... like a big whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> they're all he's just like, sitting there quietly. He's plotting it out for them. Um, the government gave him a false origin for use in public and assigned him the alias of Cameron Scott, an Air Force intelligence operative. 
It was during this time he met the superpowered terrorist Plastique, who I think I'm pretty sure he marries at some stage. Um, but that's just okay. a small part of the story. I'm not even going to cover it. He just married so, Plastique for a little bit. So his old bully sergeant marries his wife, and he marries a terrorist. A superpower terrorist. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know where this man's at. <laughs> um, as Captain Atom, Adam served under Ailing reluctantly until he succeeded in clearing his name. Eventually, Atom rebelled against Ailing, resigned from the Air Force, and found some fulfilment as an actual super superhero. He joined the Justice League at the request of the US government, eventually serving as the leader of Justice League Europe. Mm, very good. And did the government want... Like a hand in just in the Justice League is that why they kind of put yeah him I think he it? was meant to be like their inside man but then he just was like I don't want anything to do with the government either government fucked me over literally every yeah, chance they, they've gotten in the last twenty <laughs> that lad years. is a fucking machine point to the <laughs> <head>. like, <laughs> he's got magic hips. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so Captain Adam at this point there's so many stories that I. There's so many stories where he goes into different dimensions. He goes into... So, his powers and abilities is right. like three pages long. It's it's oh, probably it's as long reports. as Martian Manhunter. Okay, so he can just do anything, basically. So he can do I, anything. Okay, I guess it's because just atom bomb alien technology mm. is so broad. He can it's do vague. whatever's required of him. The vaguer, the, be- the the more vague, the better, really. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he goes, he can, without getting onto powers and abilities straight away, he can mm. hop between oh, dimensions. He's, he's hopping dimensions, Sean. And not okay. only that, is he can time travel. If he gets, if he uses enough power, or if he gets enough power within him, he gets time hopped to certain parts. So like the 50th cent- 51st century, he can hop to, like, just accidentally. If it happens. Um, But there's one story in particular that Captain Adam really stands out in that. um, So actually two things of trivia I have. One, to kind of prove how strong he is. Uh, There are actually two pieces to prove how strong he is. One, he has remade the universe. Once when he lost his dog, he (laughs) broke down the whole universe and rebuilt it in the universe that his dog was still alive. The main DC universe, he just... Oh, yeah, all of the universes. He could just do it for any of them. That's fucked. Okay, I like that. Two, um, he... Dr. Manhattan from Watchmen is based off of Captain Atom. Oh, wow. Yes. Doesn't Dr. Manhattan... Is God in DC. (laughs) Yeah, he remade it after New 52, didn't he? Yeah, he was the one that they found... Well, the Flash found out that he remade it. That's insane. (laughs) So, Dr. Manhattan, who is, like, the most powerful being ever, is, he's based off of Captain Atom. That's absolutely fucked. Which is mad, because nobody really knows anything about Captain Atom as a character. No, no, but I think Dr. Manhattan is more, more of a household, not household, but, like, more of a commonly known hero. Yeah. Um, so what happens is uh, he goes to a di- there's a whole bunch of stories where he's he goes between universes and he's meeting all these characters and about 900 of them shot so I didn't okay. want to get started on this because if I did we'd never get out of this episode but what I'm going to say is he was on a mission in a different universe and he returned he was trapped there until the infinite crisis when Superboy Prime punctured the breach 
So he punctured it hole in time. And right. as the breach exploded, Captain Atom came back to our universe. Okay? So that's okay. all you need to know for how so the story how, begins. That's how he ended up in back the, here. the mainline DC. Yeah, so okay. back here. So he was here, then he went away for a little bit, and now he's back. After returning to DC proper, Captain Atom appears to be fatigued upon his arrival in Bloodhaven. Unaware of the upcoming oncoming danger nearby, nearby, he is blasted in the back by a monitor with an energy blast. That's right, the monitors are in this story, Sean. Um, okay. The result leaves him knocked out, with his metal skin cracked in several places. Um, and, and that's so, presumably the first time he's ever properly been hurt. Yeah, because the monitors are like gods as well. So like, yeah. um, he's, he is contained inside a lab. So they, they get out there, they save him, and they get him back. Because I think the idea is because he had just recently... Ti- I'm not time hopped, dimension hopped, I suppose, multiverse hopped. Universe he's jumped. Yeah, yeah. He, he's weaker. So then he got caught just as he was coming back when he was a bit slower. Um, and so they, the humans all go out and they all take him in into a lab deep within the city. And they start to admit it's basically used to administer uh, radiation treatments to metahumans. Um, and okay. damages to his skin had left him comatose, uh, unable to keep help or to keep him and his body's radiation within safe levels. So, like, ready so it's to like a react. It's like a reactor has a crack in it. Exactly. Okay. And so they're, like, all shitting themselves because, like, Bloodhaven's about to go. Um, as a result, uh, they were forced to keep him contained within a bunker, and after being... F- they found a suit, a containment suit, that they could use. And it was previously owned by, um, I think it was a different dimension hopper that came to Earth and then the Justice League defeated him. He was called Monarch. and okay. Like the butterfly. It, yeah, so they just took his suit, right, when he, before he left, okay? Okay. And so he's fitted with this new alien suit to be like, right, this is going to contain him, I think, because otherwise we're all dead, um, to keep his quantum radiation levels under control. Captain Atom wakes up, and he seems to be quite annoyed after sensing a powerful energy signature. So he's annoyed, um, not at the people there, but he's annoyed at the monitor for taking him out, and he doesn't know what's going on at the minute. Um, So he escapes the lab, and he interrupts um, a battle between Hal Jordan and Major Force. And effortlessly, he actually kills Major Force, who is a villain, uh, by completely absorbing his energy... And he re- finally releases a vast amount of energy that ablip- obliterates all of Bloodhaven. Holy shit! Yes. Just wipes it off the map. Just wipes the city off the map. That's um, insane. Yes. And so... is uh, how, how does Nightwing feel about this? <laughs> I think Nightwing might be dead at this point. Oh, <laughs> um, dear. So, Cataman, Cataman, Captain Atom is on scene again um, for a long time. And Kyle Rayner, the Green Lantern, comes across him. And he's apparently in between dimensions. He's actually at a place called The Bleed. Um, and yeah. basically what's happened is he's gone mad because he's become aware of the multiverse and the monitors and the fact that like there's no free will. Maybe there is free will, but if the monitors are there and they're holding on to everything... They can jump in at any time and they he can, can do what they want. He's going like insane, okay? And okay. he wants to be called Monarch from now on, which is the suit that he's wearing. Oh. He doesn't want to be called Captain Atom. Um, and he plans to basically attack all of the monitors who look after all of the dimensions. So he's <laughs> just going to take on all of the gods, yes. basically. He's going to God Butcher. 
I, okay, I'm liking this guy. Yes. Um, and he basically wants to kill them all in order to become the ruler of a unified earth. So he's just like, I just want one. And I and just I'll want it to him. make sense. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked. That's great. <laughs> I knew you'd be in on this story. This is amazing. Um, and so, <laughs> under the alias of Monarch, Captain Atom had been spending time in the bleed. And in the process, he becomes mentally unstable, as I said. Mm-hmm. And he begins to plan to build an army to fight against the monitors of the multiverse. So he's he's not doing it alone, Sean. He needs an no. army. But, he's he's a, he's a military man, Connor. But here's the thing: like an army doesn't just come like doesn't come cheap. What he needs is the best of the best. Um, okay. And so he trav he goes through different Earths, all the different universes: Earth Eight, Earth Fifty Two, Earth Three. He's going to all of them to try and find. All the main, all the main, the most powerful beings that he can get to join him on this mission to attack the gods. Okay, and is there like other versions of heroes that we know that he's bringing in? Yes, yes, it is. Sean. Class. He sought to choose the best of the best, and that could only be determined in battle. Sean, in a coliseum made by him in his quantum universe, he brings all of the heroes that he's chosen. Into the Colosseum. Um, that, this is very like uh, Secret Battle Wars World. in Marvel. Was, Battle World. <laughs> yeah. Secret Wars, Battle World. So it's the same thing. I think yeah. this came out in 2001. When, when was Battle World? Uh, Secret Wars originally was like, the, I think it was 97. Oh, maybe, okay. No, it might have been earlier than that. But it was a big crossover event. And then okay. they redid it later on, like 2011, I think. So he brings all of them in. And he basically gets all the heroes to fight amongst themselves. Um, and they're all fighting. Batmans are fighting Batmans. Supermans are fighting Supermans. Wonder Womans are all the same, right? They're all just killing each other. And he wants the best Superman from all the Earths. And he wants the best yeah. Batman from all the Earths. So um, he's just like whittling it down. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm going to bring in all 3,000 Batman. I just have a 3,000 Batman off. And whoever's last, I'm going to take him. As my but Batman. Batman doesn't Batman doesn't kill. How does that work? Well, maybe our Batman doesn't kill. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> I like it. I like um, it. And so eventually, he actually gets drawn into the battle in the Colosseum, and his armor was able to shrug off the willpower-based attacks of three Green Lanterns at once without a scratch. And he himself was able to overpower, toss, and smack around three Supermen. With ease. Holy shit. Um, out How of the was anything heroes, a threat to this man? No. Out of the heroes he captured, Red Sun Superman uh, and Liberty Files Batman were able to figure out that Catam- Captain Atom was under the monarch suit, but neither of them won. So his army of soldiers eventually um, was... It, it came down to the fact that two of Atom's counterparts, Breach and Quantum Storm, so they're just basically... I don't want to... They're basically Captain Atoms, but in different versions, just in different universes. Right, so one of them became Monarch Captain Yeah, one Atom. of them came, became Breach, one of them came... It's the same man, but just in yeah. all the different Earths. Uh, they escape the universe, and their plan is to gather all of the Captain Atoms together from all the different universes to fight against Monarch, because that's Great. now the plan. Um, as they all arrive... The plan backfires as it's revealed that Breach, who is one of them that went out, was brainwashed into bringing all of his 51 counterparts in order to kill them and absorb their power, Sean. So, 
as powerful as Monarch, our Captain Atom is, he's now 52 times as powerful as he's, that. He's killed all the other versions of himself in all the other Earths. <laughs> That's... That metal as hell, I love it. Isn't it? Um, he was able to single-handedly eradicate every incarnation of himself and absorb them into his very being, becoming more powerful in the process. In the end of it all, his strike force consisted of, and you're going to like this, Ray the Ray Palmer from Earth-6, oh, Eve of Shadows, Earth-13, Red Sun Superman from Earth-30, Vampire Batman from Earth-43, <laughs> The monstrous scarab, who would be Blue Beetle scarab, but he's just a monstrous scarab, Earth 26, Hal Jordan Jr., Earth 12, Star Woman, Earth 7, and Johnny Quick from Earth 3. Sorry, Johnny Quick seems to have done really well for himself there, being <laughs> he on that He killed all team. the other flashes. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. But the name Johnny Quick doesn't work for me, I'll be honest. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is, they underestimate him. Barry <laughs> Allen and Wally West were there like, who the fuck is Johnny Quick? Fucking Johnny Quick will trip over himself there now. <laughs> and he's just a stone cold killer. And yeah, Johnny Quick is just, he has exactly the same powers as the Flash, but also two knives. <laughs> and he loves using them. <laughs> um, so he finally goes to war with his new team um, against the monitors on Earth 51. During the war, war, Monarch is finally confronted. He kills so many of the monitors, by the way, in this war. He kills multiple from all different Earths. He's killing gods with this team. That is significant. Um, <laughs> like. yeah. Monarch is finally confronted by one man that we have discussed here on the show, Sean. There's only one mm. man strong enough in DC that could possibly, in any way, harm this man. Superman Prime, Sean. Ah, uh, yeah. This wasn't that long ago that we talked Superman no. Prime Can either. you remember what Superman Prime was? So Superman Prime is, it's, canonically, it's our Superman, but years and years and years and years in the future. And he's just spent all that time training and basically absorbing. Like, he, he set, I remember he sets up a base in the middle of the sun. Because Superman gets all of his powers from the sun, so Superman Prime lives on the sun. Yeah, and so he he has lived, like, generations and generations, and, like, the Superman title is passed down, but he's the first Superman. Yeah. And he's the strongest Superman there has been or ever will be. So eventually the monitors realise, we're fucked here, and they go get Superman Prime. So God goes to Superman Prime <laughs> for help. Like, he's fucking us up here, lad. We thought, <laughs> Clark, we thought we had this. We, we thought we had this, man. Oh, yeah, I shot him in the back there in Bloodhaven like six weeks ago, and he's pissed. Um, Superman Prime comes down, and him and Monarch eventually have an absolute just, like, drop-down fucking brawl. Just a punch-up. Just a massive punch-up between the two of them. He's the only person that can possibly put it up to him. Um, Superman Prime, eventually, the two of them fight to a standstill. A standstill wow. draw. That's insane that Monarch yeah. kept up with that. <laughs> and they eventually ends by uh, Superman Prime hits him in the armour and it sets off a massive explosion that destroys the entire universe of Earth-51. Wow. Okay, so... And that explosion is presumably as well like 51 times of an atomic bomb that had also soaked up a bunch of other energies. Yeah, and I suppose. Yeah, because it captured all the captain atoms that had absorbed into him. Yeah, so like, so they, they basically, the two entities just fought until they destroyed the universe. 
And that's uh, like a big bang kind of thing. Yeah, they stayed off another big bang. Fuck me. And, and so who, that, does anyone survive? Nobody survives in that universe. But what happens is um, Captain Atom, like, it comes out, that's like one of his major stories that, like, he goes evil and then you see the full power of what he can do. Yeah. When if he's in the if it's in the wrong hands, and then you have the awkward thing of they wrote that storyline like fuck that's amazing. Obviously they eventually get the armor off him, they get him out of there, and yeah. it's like oh wow Nathaniel's back. And the problem is, um, they're like well he did he did kill a bunch of people, and they bring him back. Address that. Yeah, um, and I like how they, and it's so comic booky by the way how they solve it is that a week later Atom was cleared of his past crimes thanks to the efforts of Monel, who convinced the Daily Planet to publish a positive front page article on Captain Atom. <laughs> and now it's all better. <laughs> um, and he returns to his life as a superhero. Um, after that, and he just keeps Justice League and then Super. I think it's kind of seen as like, yeah, every v- hero has that turn where they go evil for like a, a big run of stories, and then they go back good. Yeah, and then and then it's like oh, they've learned from it, and they're a better hero now because yeah. of it. Uh, there's only one last story I wanted to cover. It's very small, but in the future, um, sorry, in in the present, the Toy Man has sent a rocket ready for Superman to use in order to destroy the it's full of kryptonite basically it's a kryptonite rocket and he sent it towards earth and it's going to blow up all of the earth Um, and Captain Atom shows up and Superman's like I'm going to grab that rocket I'm going to take it away from earth and like fly it into space and Captain Atom's like you're going to die if you do that like that's really dumb and Superman is like no I'm the perfect guy Captain Atom (laughs) Captain Atom knocks Superman out by channeling his quantum energy through his fist, um, wow. before handing Batman, handing Batman Superman, and he tells him he did it because Superman wouldn't allow him to take the rocket instead because Superman is he's too good, he's too yeah. noble. Um, he also tells him that if he takes the rocket, he could absorb the excess kryptonite radiation and save Earth if he does. So why wouldn't Superman listen to that? <laughs> Superman's just a tick. <laughs> I'll do it. Um, so taking the rocket into space, Captain Atom leaves behind a star log. And in it, apart from everything else, he admits that all he ever wanted was to be accepted, just like Superman was on Earth. Oh. Um, as the rocket collides with the meteor, both it and the meteor explode and Atom absorbs the kryptonite radiation. Um and eventually I think with the kryptonite radiation it actually, he actually is sent forward in time and so they hold a funeral for him uh, on right. Earth okay so it was a sacrifice that he yeah. made then now what I will say is I covered 1986 to like 2011 so that's New 52 in the New 52 he gets more powerful they gave him more powers that's wild. and then I think they kind of nerfed him a little bit in Rebirth in like 2016 or something but right. for like a five year span there he was basically just he was just brokenly well. powerful yeah. like but he's brokenly powerful anyway so the powers and ability Sean Captain Atom we have a lot of them here think of any power um, okay. Dilustial Armor I think is the first one Captain Atom's metallic ske- shell or skin is composed of a portion of the alien um, from the alien ship obviously pieces of the alien's metal body were used in the Captain Atom project Um he is partially armoured and he's able to access the quantum field. Now, the quantum field is basically all energy. It's basically everything in the universe. Oh, okay, so that's 
quite similar to the Phoenix Force in Marvel. Which yes. Is all energy that has ever uh, does or will ever exist. That's a really good explanation of what the quantum. Yeah, it's That's basically insane. that he has access to that. Um, he has time traveling capabilities without quantum jumping and can travel ahead in time using concentration. Um, the process is exhausting, but he can do it. Um, can he go back? He can also go back. Oh, good. Um, atomic transmutation. Captain Atom has demonstrated atomic transmutation powers similar to Firestorm. Um, as he was able to turn both Maul and Engineer back to their human forms. I once heard Greed Arrow's quivers into butterflies in that he can just change what things Anything. are. Anything. He can change matter. He basically. can change atoms of things. That's... that's maybe too powerful green arrow fired an arrow at him and he turned it into butterflies knowing full well this is the biggest bit the arrow also wouldn't hurt him <laughs> he was just proving a point <laughs> it's a shithousery at the highest level I respect that in a like, hero like the arrow also would just bounce off me but I'm going to make it butterflies for the crack yeah, it's not even going to touch me uh, he's got uh, energy absorption flight immortality invulnerability um, he's invulnerable to physical and energy attacks matter generation he can also create matter in the same way that he creates energy um, wow <laughs> he can absorb and manipulate matter, matter at a basic level regeneration he of course can regenerate at any given time now he's immortal and invulnerable but if you do get him he'll just go <laughs> back <laughs> If anything should happen to him, you know, he'll be fine. <laughs> Self-sustenance, so he doesn't need to eat or drink or do anything. He can just survive forever. Um, he's got all the, ca- the classics, superhuman strength, stamina, speed, reflexes. You love um, to see it. He can tel- telepathically interface with computer networks as well. Um, he's also, and this is going to be a good one, anti-magic. Um, oh! So his coating, coupled with his exposure to the quantum field, affords Nathaniel not only immunity to magical powers and spellcraft, but also allows him to outright negate the effects of it in general. Holy! So you can just turn magic off? Yeah, he'll just turn the- your magic off. So like Superman, immu- like vulnerable to magic. This guy, just no, just not. Like, you could, like you, it doesn't matter what you do. He's a, he's not even invulnerable. He literally turns your magic off. You don't even get the chance to hit him with your magical spells. You can't even hit anyone around him with no. magic. No. Um, self-power augmentation. He can use the quantum field to enhance his physical prowess. Prowess whatever he wants. Uh, he can incre- Basically, he can use the quantum field to increase all of his powers whenever he wants. If he feels like they're a bit low. Yeah, he can just hop himself off there. Yeah, he's like now. Now I, I can I, lift this big. He's rock. like, I'm really good at listening, but I'd like to listen half a world away. So I'm just going to yeah. power up my ears, and now I can listen half a world away. Um, quantum field manipulation. His metal skin, of course, tied to the quantum field, which allows him to absorb and manipulate infinite amounts of energy. Great, um, which can be used for infinite amount of purposes, <laughs> which are solely limited by his willpower and imagination. <laughs> and how how is the old imagination on this oh, man? Oh, he's, he's an artist. Oh. <laughs> Excellent, I'm glad to hear it. Um, in terms of, I mean, weaknesses, they only have radiation leak in case he blows up, but also he's immune, so it doesn't matter. That's the thing, it's more of a, that's more of a detriment to anyone else around him. 
Uh, if there's hindrances or disturbances in the quantum field, it can hinder his control of his powers. But okay. I don't think many people can get to the quantum field. True. But presumably, like, when he, like, absorbed all that kryptonite, he didn't want to go into the future. So that could be a thing as well. Yeah, he, sometimes he can't control how powerful he is. Um, and his equipment, he, of course, he had the monarch ed- armor at one point, which... Uh, designed was to contain all the radiation coming out of him and basically yeah. made him I mean think of him how he was and then like multiply. he was the blue eyes white dragon but then he multiplied by another 10 just for the sake of it the three headed blue eyes white dragon <laughs> yeah. yeah my god my god shots of that is Captain Atom that was I think that's genuinely the most powerful DC character, certainly. that we Starts off as a Vietnam test subject for a nuclear bomb, and it gets out of hand. It's a real glow-up for a Charlton Comics <laughs> character, it isn't it? It gets out of hand real quick. And they've never, until recently, it seems, they haven't put him back in line, ever. Um, but I don't think you can. I think once he defeats all other 51 versions of himself in a battle to the death, I think it's kind of proven that he might be the most powerful. That's true. That is true. No, that's a really that you're right. I didn't know anything about that character, but I really like it. I like the um, the the what the single man on a mission. I like how he goes insane because he can't deal with the fact that there's multiverses and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a nice thing to see. Not a nice thing. But it's and an then interesting he's like, "I'm going to kill say. all the gods, and then yeah. I'll be the god." And then I'll and everyone it'll be fine if I'm in charge because it'll only be me. And, and, and I then, know what and to then do. He needs a team, so he's like, "Well." I'm not going to get the shitty Batman or the shitty Superman. No, I'm going to get the to... best Superman of all the Supermen. I want the best Batman. Only then... Superman Prime could even handle him, and they they had to end the universe. <laughs> yeah, they stalemated by destroying the universe. <laughs> yes. No, that's so, yeah. well done, Connor. Thank you very much for that report. Would you like me to take us out? Yeah, please. Excellent. I forgot to open the Google Doc, so let's see if I know this from memory. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. We will be back on Monday with Movie Mondays, Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, and next Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero. Big thank you to everyone who supports us over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Here's for Hire podcast. Going up soon there, the finale of our Ms. Marvel Disney Plus series review. Um, all of our extra reviews go up there. There's Disney Plus stuff. There is uh, uh, older movies, the Lazarus Pit, we like to call it, um, where we just have a bit of a chit-chat about an older film. So head on over to the Patreon if that interests you. Other ways to support the show then, there is the merch store link below, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at heroesforhirepod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilman's discussion group. Instagram is heroesforhirepodcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Neal. I'm going to go have a nap. I I think you should. I'm going to go with another universal explosion. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.